0: Norm. So I'm about to bring in both of these guys. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to do this because um this is new. All right, let's see. Invite. Okay, invite. All right, we're gonna do we're gonna try this again. We're gonna try this. They say you can have more than one person on. Invite. All right, cool. Let's see. And there we go. We got it. We got it. <laughs> We got it. What's going on, guys? How's everything?
1: What's going on?
0: What up, Ant? Good, yeah, good. Okay, are y'all ready? So we about to have this, we about to have a quick, I mean, it's, I don't want it to be super deep. I want it to be more on, the, um, just to start off with you, Anthony, you know, you kinda, 25 years in jail, right? Wrongfully accused and, and you repeatedly tell people that you are not mad at the system. You're not mad at the situation. Um, a lot of people are in jail for five days, and they're mad, especially here in Georgia. They get a DUI, and they're in jail for two days, 24 hours, and they come out pissed up at the world. Um, and I'm just going to dive into it. So, uh, Anthony, what, why why did you state that so many times? Why is that such a, a thing that you want people to know, that, that you're not mad at nobody? First and
1: foremost, you know, I'm, I'm a goddamn man. Uh, I believe in God, man, and and and, and you know, I tell people all the time: uh, if you're angry, you're angry all the time. You know I mean, what happened to me changed my life forever.
0: I'll n- never forget that. If you forgive somebody, you can go on with your own life. Yeah. I mean, so you know, that's how I live my life, man. Every day now. Now, what was what was, what was the what was the first thing that you ate? Coming out of twenty five years, what was the first? Where did you? Where did you tell people to go? Because we're going to get into your story, but your story is a little different than being released from jail. But you was released from jail be, being wrongfully accused, so you was kind of handled a little differently. People had more respect for you that that you won this case, that you were able to, um, you know, do twenty five years and come out in your right mind. So, what was the first thing that you wanted to eat when you came out? Cheesecake, man. I, I wanted. <laughs>
2: My favorite thing in the world man. Uh-huh. And as soon as I walked out that door And, and the cameras Was in my face <laughs> It seemed like the whole world was watching As uh, soon as I was released uh, uh, My attorneys Along with my whole entire family hmm. uh, Checked down a restaurant here In Philadelphia And when I got there They had every cheesecake, cake oh, nice. a man on the table for me nice. And
1: it was like that probably For my first year at home Wow! Uh, everybody remember my face, remember the story. Every
0: restaurant I went in to get something to eat, they had a free piece of cheesecake there for me. Wow! Wow! That's crazy. Um, what's my next? So, so Deputy B, are we going by your, government your government, or are we gonna go by your, your social media handle? You know, because when it I was whatever, when I was typing something. it, I was like, okay, okay, sir, Sir okay. Darius. Um. <laughs> So let let's just let's just talk about you from uh, from the law enforcement side of things. That's, what what um what excited you about being in law enforcement? Like who was it family? Was it the grandfather, uncles, who was who was that? So so basically I come
3: from a family of law enforcement officers. Um back when I was growing up, man, they were like heroes. Like they were known in the in the cities. They was known in the the beats that they was patrolling. Like they were heroes. Like my uncle um he retired as deputy chief of apd so i mean i used to see this man every day like after school because i used to go to my auntie's house after school he'd come home you know suited and booted and i'd be like man i want to be like him like he's respected Mm -hmm. the the community know him i mean that's that's the whole thing so i i saw that and i was like yeah that's what
1: i want to be when i grow up
0: so do you um so as law enforcement um, do you, what's, what's some of, what's some of the, uh, the things that get you excited about the community, you know, so we're talking to a man who was wrongfully accused. So this is not a man that was troubled, that did something specific. This is somebody that was innocent, that had a bright future, you know what I mean? But it was taken, it was cut short and that, um, so we're going to talk all things positive. I don't want it to be against police brutality or anything like that, but I just want to talk about what excited, what excite you. Um, to be in that cop like community involvement because we are going to talk about your community involvements that you have, as well as Anthony wanting to like get into more community events all around here in here in Georgia, Philadelphia, Delaware, and all right. those things.
3: So what what excites me is that man, we're we're at a time where we basically need each other. Like think of this as a uh, a long lasting relationship, right? You gonna have your good days, you are gonna have your bad days. And it's like, at the end of the day, we're in this together. It's, it's no separation because we each need each other. Mm-hmm. Like, the police need the community just like the community need the police. You know what I'm saying? If, if a woman's in trouble, who's she going to call? She's going to call the police. Right. If we need information or help to find somebody who abused a woman, we going to need the com- community involvement. So it's a relationship, man. And I think we've lost that
2: relationship along the way years back. And
3: what I'm trying to do, is, man, is I'm just trying to get back into the, the, the communities, you know, explaining who I am, showing my face, you know, doing stuff around the community and showing that, hey, man, I need y'all. Like, right. I, I, I love y'all. I need y'all. I'm here to serve and protect the community. If Without the community, who am I serving and protecting?
2: Right, right, right. You
3: get what I'm saying? Right. So that's that's what I like about the community, because we have to get back to a basis where we're working together
0: and not know bumping heads so so anthony hearing him talk about the community you are you yourself are an advocate about the community what are some what are some things that you're looking to do i know you know because i know you personally so i know like the barbershop and what's some other things that you want to do community-based that's going to keep the young people off the street keep them out of that the 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 limelight of being you know being wrongfully accused or just being in 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 the system
1: I just try to embrace them, man. And, 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 and you know, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, I was gone for a long time, 25 years, man. 9,074 days, that's a quarter of a century, man. So much has changed, uh, you know, since I uh, left in 1991. And and, and, and if somebody would have told me all the stuff that's going on in our community today, what's going on, I would have looked at them like that. It was crazy. I mean, you really, you literally got to see this to believe it, man. And 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 and, and you know, the things that help our community today, man. Uh, 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 seeing other boys, young black boys that look like myself. Yeah, you know I mean, you know, uh, you know. Every time I see one of them young kids, I see myself and the man when I was their age, man. Mm. Uh, just trying to find their way. Uh, 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 it's no structure, man. A lot of these uh, people grow up, man, in one-parent, single-parent homes, and and now out of ten, the single parent is the mother that's raising these boys, man. They never had no type of male sitting in their life, man, to show them the way. Just so, so you know, they out here just doing anything, man. Right, right. And it's crazy, and 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 and, and you know. As an that you know, uh, a lot of depths are scared of these young kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, when they when they see them, man, we got to embrace these people, man. We got to embrace these people. We got to wrap our arms around them, man. And it's, they say to take a job, a village to raise a child. Right, right. Life since have these things redone. Mm-hmm. And most of those people went to jail when they was teenagers, right? 15, 16, 17, 18, and, and most of those men did 10, 20, 25, 30, 35, and then the oldest living uh, 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 juvenile wife just did 63
2: years. Wow. It was just free, was just free Uh, probably about two and a half, three months ago. And and, 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 and and Pennsylvania has the most lifers out of any state in the United States of America. And and, and so many men have come home that have their sins redone. And, yeah. and, and, and everybody that came home is a pillar of the community today. So, and, and, and it brings a smile to my face. And I know a lot of those guys.
0: A lot of those guys reach out to me. I reach out to a lot of those guys. And me try to send let me ask you a question. Let's let's take it back. Um, well, twenty, well, twenty nine years ago, when you got when when the cops showed up at your house, and let's talk about let's just talk about the trust that you have for a police officer versus the kids now that don't. And in WDB, you can talk about the trust and and how that can be misleading when you know that that person may not come back home to their to their parent. You know what I mean? So let's just talk about briefly. Let's just talk about that day, that moment, that. Trust that you had in the scared that your mom had for you, trusting in this in this process of believing you was coming back home. Well, David just spoke about it uh, uh, a few minutes ago. Uh, one of the reasons why he became a, a police officer,
1: and and and, and, and I can share the same story. But growing, up, I didn't want to be a police officer, but to us, when we was kids, police officers was everything. Mm. They were our heroes. Hey man, we, 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 we was on first name basis with you know I mean? with a lot of police officers and we used to come out the house to go to school and a lot of police officers used to put us in a squad car and drive us to school. You
2: know what I mean? Mm.
1: We thought that was cool. Yeah. We thought that was a big deal. And then fast forward, uh in nineteen ninety one when they showed up at my mother's house, uh uh, what I just mentioned, you know, uh you know uh, 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 growing up, we knew these guys that wore that, uniform, you know, that police uniform that drove in that car with that siren, siren on top of it was in our community to protect our community. Yeah, you know I mean, if you didn't do nothing wrong, you have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. I didn't do nothing wrong. So we knocked on my mother's door, uh, early that Sunday afternoon, almost simultaneously. It was a knock at the door and a phone rang at the same time. I was laying on the couch, I was about to watch a football game, and I reached for the phone, and my mother was in the kitchen preparing brunch. She ran out the kitchen when she heard the door knock, and she went to the door, I answered
4: the phone, and on the phone, it was my son's grandfather, and he said, the police just
1: left me looking for you. Mm. Then I said, well, they just walked in our house, I'll call you back as soon as they leave, let me see what they want. And I hung up the phone, and they said they wanted to ask me some questions, uh, uh, my mother
2: went crazy. Questions about what? I
1: mm. not to talk to myself. I said, Mom, everything fine. They didn't do anything. Right, right. You know I mean? So uh, they didn't want to question me there. They wanted me to accompany them to the police administration building and, and so in Philadelphia downtown. And when we got down there, you know, on the way there, you know, they was making small talk about nothing. Mm. And once we got there, all hell broke loose. Like, like you know, uh, they said, you know, they, I knew I was there. Uh, uh, I committed this crime. Uh, they said they had witnesses. They said they had evidence. So, in regards to uh, the time they said the crime took place, I told them where I was at during that exact time. the that the, the time and days, I repeated the same thing mm-hmm. for about three or four hours, man. And then, Got a little physical, you know what I mean? They handcuffed me to the, uh, to the chair, ripped my hat off my head, and, and I was scared to death, man. I was 20 years old. I was in there crying like a baby. I mean, I was crying like a baby uh, for my mother, man. And one of the officers brought some papers in it. They put the papers in front of me, and one of my hands was handcuffed to the chair. And I was trying to read there was a bunch of writing on the papers, what was on the papers. And they wouldn't allow me to read it. And he had his hand over it just where he wanted me to sign my sympathy. And then and, and I was like a baby for my mother. And they said, and my mother was down there, by the way. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I can hear her out there. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know, trying to figure out what was going on. And they told me if I sign his papers, I can go home. And I did exactly what they told me to do. Wow. I signed the Eastern paper, put my initials, what they said for that, signed it again, what they said, signed, put my initials in there. And after I did it, they said I, I confessed to a crime. Wow. Uh, 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 you know, today when somebody put on a joke on you, you call it being punked. Yeah, yeah. You know
2: what I mean? I was waiting for somebody to come in and tell me I was being punk, mm-hmm. And that never happened, man. And, and you know, I signed the papers, and I, said, I just confessed to this crime, man. Like, my, my whole body shut down, man. I was numb, man. And, and I still uh, didn't believe what was going on. And you remember,
1: as kids, man, we used to watch a little TV show with the cops, chips, and all that sort of stuff on TV. And when it really sank into me is uh, uh, after I was charged with this crime, I was handcuffed, and I was placed on one of those big squad trucks. Mm-hmm. Not even a wagon.
2: Mm-hmm. One of those that transport about twenty prisoners.
1: And when I got on there, oh man, I, you know, I, I, my body was just numb, man.
0: Just shut down, man. I, you know, I I didn't know what was going on, man. I was scared so, to death, man. So, Deputy Beats, do you have a, like a story of like where you had to defuse a situation where it didn't go as far as them getting arrested, but by diffusing it, it it kind of cleared up that person like right then and there, or you know what I mean? I mean, it could be it could be a quick story. It could just be something petty theft, and it was just the escalation of it and the de-escalation cause it to be not a thing because of the fear of cops, the fear, the attitude, us, you know, black people, we quickly rah, rah rah rah, and it's like, calm down. I'm just trying to ask those questions. So you have anything, you know, just to the... So, I mean, basically,
3: it's, uh, that's just the lifestyle, how it is now, um, you know, just due to everything that's happened in the past, but five, six years, man, and it's like when you come to a scene or whatever, you know, the first thing is like, oh, here come the police, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody in trouble this and that, and you already get that that bad vibe, like, all right, you know, I'm going to have to talk my way through this, Mm -hmm. but one thing I've learned is a lot of people are not educated with the laws, and that's one thing I'm trying to get back to as well with my community is educating the youth, even the grown folks about the laws because people just don't know. Yeah, you know, people like 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 my man Anthony, man. It was like sign here. You know what I'm saying? You can go home. It knew exactly what you know he was supposed to do, man. He would. I mean, all that would probably, you know. I'm not saying that the situation might not happen. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's just if you're educated in what to know and how to how protocol is you'll have a better understanding of right. how it's going so you know there's times where i've come to a scene where you know it's it's an escalation like people are arguing this and that and basically man it's it's treating people how you want to be treated
2: right
3: at the end of the day that's it, you just get that respect it, i don't care if they curse at me they call me uncle tom you know because i work for the man and this and that it's i carry myself how you know i see myself and how i should see others. I'm a strong believer in my faith, so that's how I carry myself. Mm. It's always yes, ma'am, no, sir, you know what I'm saying? And it's treating them to a level where they can understand. Now, there's some times where I can
2: use words and it just don't click, like my street folks. <laughs> you gotta get street with because uh, I mean, uh, you gotta be real. Like, you have to
4: understand who you're dealing with. Right, you know right. what I'm
3: saying? It's My coworkers be like, why are you talking like that? I'd be like, well, they understand this lingo, right. so I'm gonna talk to them this way because they understand it. Right. And that's another thing with, you know, my other counterparts. Like we have to understand our communities of who we work with, right. who we work for and who we work with. If you don't understand your community, you're not gonna understand how to reach to them. Right, right. So once you learn who you dealing with in your community, then you can go about dealing with them the right way.
0: Right. And you know, I wanna I wanna talk about hey, hold, on. My... hold on let me say one thing real quick. Uh-huh. I would that Deputy B, man, listen, he's
1: dead on the money. And I just wanna say this real quick. Everything he just said, man, and I tell people this all the time, listen at me, 95% of the population in the county jail, that's when you first get arrested. Listen at me, 95% of the population in the county jail, including myself, I was one of those guys, when you first get arrested,
4: didn't know your rights, and that speaks to everything that the deputies just said
1: had you know, your right. Ninety-five percent of those people wouldn't be in prison. Right. It, it, it might be five percent of those people are being prison instead of ninety-five percent of the people. So we learn that as soon as we arrested and we go to the county jail and we go to the law line buried, uh by that time instead of one charge against you, you got fifty. Then so you fight an uphill battle, man. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, Something simple as that, knowing your rights as a citizen. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, and a lot of times when you get pulled over or high, uh, you get approached when you're on the street, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, it's illegal. Yeah. But you don't know that. Right. Because you don't know your rights. Well, if you, know- you know your rights and you question it in the cop seat. well,
0: oh, this guy ain't no dickhead or no dummy so so Anthony the so let's talk about knowing your rights because back in 1991 90 up until 93 DNA was not a thing right so let's talk mm-hmm. about knowing your rights because your rights were taken from you when when DNA was presented and you're and your uh the the city council the council that was pre- present you know given to you did not want to go and proceed with your DNA to prove your innocence so let's talk about that like what was that that energy like and what was that kind of, what would, how did you feel because that was your right to be able to do the DNA test to, to prove your innocence and that was that was what the 20 that was what four years three years five years in being locked in locked up right first, 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 first and
1: foremost Philadelphia I'm in, I'm in Pennsylvania it's one of the most corrupt states in in, in America you know, it's a commonwealth state and furthermore DNA testing wasn't allowed. So they said somebody such as myself who they said confessed to the crime. They said, because I confess to the crime, I'm not allowed DNA testing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, so uh before now, before two thousand thirteen, uh uh, when we was allowed to take the test, it wasn't allowed in Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? We 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 uh uh litigated that for probably about 10 years before it was agreed for me to take the test. And it was only agreed upon because somebody was being arrogant. I mean, it it behooves me. It behooves me uh, because DNA is the best evidence
2: in the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, it
1: says two things. It says yes, it says no. There's no in between. Right. It's nowhere in between when it comes to DNA tests.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's the best evidence in the world, man. It says guilty, it says not guilty. It says yes, it says no, man. And for these people to deny me this test, mm-hmm. if you sure I'm the goddess that committed this crime, why are you deny me this test? Right. Like, it's insane. And, and not only that, you know, back then, DNA was in its, was in its embassy stage. Mm-hmm. Even though it was in its embassy stage in 1991, it was at a point where it could have got a profile and said, yes, Anthony Wright committed this crime. Yes, Deputy B. committed this crime. And, and and every It came back and excluded the me. All right, they said, well, let's try to arm this. We did another test. Did the arm test? That came back and excluded me more. That wasn't enough. They said, okay, do the clocks. That's the third test. Came back and to me again. Mm. That wasn't enough. They said, okay, do the knee pads. Came back and screwed me even more. Then they realized, yeah, we in trouble. Mm. What are we going to do? They were holding on for their life. What did they do? They brought me back after twenty-three years mm. and vacated my sentence. Took the life sentence and the four and a half ten years away. They revoked my bail and decided to hold me for two more years and retry me. The first man that ever been retried. It's ludicrous, man. Mm. Like it's ludicrous, man. Like hey, man, listen. You know, like I said, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a. I'm a I, i am i am i am ai am was born and raised. And then in, 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 in America and Philadelphia, I, 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 I practice Islam, and and, and 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 you know, you know, as a as, as a American practicing uh, Islam, a Muslim, you know, I believe as human beings, we are here for the calamities of the world, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. Don't nobody wake up and say I want to go to jail. Right. I want to go to jail. Don't nobody want to go out your house and get shot. Nobody want to walk out the house and get hit by a car. Nobody want to get robbed. You walk out your house, you want to come back to your house the same way you went out, man. And 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 and
0: Now how long? Yeah, how, long did, how long? How long? Yes. Anthony, huh? the Innocent Project. How long did it take for them to um to to prove your innocence? How how long did how long did it take for them to to complete uh, your to case? Be-
2: I went by and I got a letter from the uh, Innocence Project
1: one day. I said, wow. So I picked an envelope. It was a questionnaire, they sent me. With like a million questions on it. Mm-hmm. And I filled that out to the best of my ability and I sent that back. And I continued sending letters out. I letter. Every time I sent the letters out, everybody wanted my was out their jurisdiction. They kept pointing me in the direction of the Innocence Project. So... Then I heard from the Innocence Project again probably a month later. Every time I hear from the Innocence Project might be once every five months. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, might be once every six months, once every seven months. So every time the Innocence Project uh, contact me, with me after I send them the questionnaire, they was writing me for more information. Right, right. So what they were doing, they was doing an investigation
2: on my case. So I didn't you. know at the time. And I was a little
1: frustrated and at that time. I forgot that I had communicated with them. But everybody you know, every time I sent a letter out, everybody one of my kids was so far as they they kept pointing me in the direction of
0: the innocent project. So you would say So you would you was you would basically say the innocent project was a was a saving grace as far as just getting getting the attention. Absolutely, of you. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Knowing what I know today. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I you know,
1: I was a little better than I did at the time given the situation. I didn't know, but they were doing their investigation on my case, and it took about three or four years. Like, every time I hear from the Innocence Project, they're asking for some more legal documents. Mm-hmm. You
2: know
1: what I mean, you know, why they conducting their investigation. And then finally, after probably about three years, three and a half years, uh, I got a letter from the Innocence
2: Project. And then I said, yeah, I mean, you know, they want some more time <laughs> right? Right. Lo and behold, man. I opened the letter and I read
1: it, and I was had a heart attack mm. uh, 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 because the letter said everything
2: I was waiting for. Seemed like all my life, yeah.
1: And I
0: Make sure. I said,
4: "Yo, it's these people. I was talking to myself." <laughs> is these people-
1: a law student once a year once savage six months and if you're lucky you'll sign two law students and if you're lucky uh you'll sign three law students and that was me man wow. i kept getting lucky luckier luckier hey man i mean the whole innocence project people <clears> that was on my case and that wasn't on my case everybody was so engulfed in my case the whole city of New York. At that time, it was one Innocence Project, uh, and that was in New York City. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm the 344 exonerate today is the Innocence Project in almost every state in America and even abroad mm. on the success rate of the Innocence Project. I'm a three hundred and rate, and that's
2: just a little over four years ago. Mm. That number is over 500 right now. Wow. So that, that's insane in itself, man. Silly. The Innocence Project, man, uh, 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 from the first meeting, man, my senior staff attorney uh, name was Nina Morrison. Mm-hmm. And she told me, we're gonna bring you home. We're gonna bring you home. She told my
1: family, uh, we're gonna bring them home, man. I just didn't know when, man. Right. And then, and, and, you know, uh, 15 years, man, you know, litigating my case, man. My lawyer at the time, man, she was nine months pregnant. It looked like she was nine years pregnant, bro. Because the cousin made, <laughs> she refused to take any day off. Hey man, she said I have to have this baby in court I'm going to have the baby in court wow. man. And she, you know she, That day man She was indebted in my life ever. You know Dennis's Project I no longer a client uh, That's my family man Right right uh, they, they are extension of my family i love all those guys all those guys love me all those guys love my family my family love all those guys every single man and woman that ever laid a hand on my case
2: uh i'm still in touch with today i text every one of my attorneys every one of my former attorneys Every one of my paralegals, every one of my former paralegals,
0: every one of my law students, everybody that laid a hand and, and on every right case, I'm in touch with them today and every day, man. So let me let's let's switch gears. So we're talking about innocence. So Deputy B, you are all about innocent. You're all about making sure that the young, the youth stay innocent, the community stay innocent. Let's talk about your event that uh, that we definitely will want um, Anthony to be a part of. That you're doing. Well, actually you got you got two events. We talked about an event that's next month that you're partnering up. I don't know if you have all the details with the uh, city councilwoman that you are partnering up with for next month, but you do have your first your first year, um, first annual um uh nonprofit community outreach program. Let's talk about that and and tell us where it is, what what area of Georgia it's gonna be in. For sure. Um so the event with the councilwoman, that's still
3: in the, the work. Details, so I don't really know too much about it. Mm-hmm. It's really her event. She just wants me to
0: be a part of it. Because you're a superstar. Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> you're a superstar. You're a celebrity. Yeah, we know. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> but um, no,
3: man. I, um, I started a nonprofit organization called Step by Step Initiative Inc. And you know, the crazy part that when he when Anthony was telling his story, like everything is a process, you know? Like everything takes a process. And the crazy part is, man, God works in mysterious ways. For some odd reason, this, this was meant for you to go through because you know what I'm saying, I feel like this is your story. You, this is your purpose to teach others of what you went through and you know, to build on top of what you've been through. So the reason why that God works in mysterious ways is you don't you know he's always working in, in the midst of everything. So like when you got your letter, you know, the first time and you didn't hear from them for like five, six, seven months, you didn't know that they were working. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's how God works. Like, he works behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes you just don't get an answer. You have to wait. You have to go through what you're going through in order to see the outcome of what's happening. So that's why I named my um, organization Step by Step, because what we're doing is we're rebuilding the community one step at a time, one break at a time, one foundation at a time. And um, the event that I'm having in June is going to be here in McDonough, Georgia. Um, at Heritage Park from 11 to 3, and basically just think of it as a huge block party. So I'm bringing, like, small to large vendors, businesses um, to come to the event. I'm bringing the whole community. I have DJs coming out, um, celebrities coming out, um, some, news, um, some news outlets coming out, um, newspapers, magazines. Um, and basically it's a huge block party to just kind of unite the community back together. I'm going to have law enforcement entities out there so they can mingle with the community because that's what's needed. That's, that's what's missing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? One thing that Anthony really, that stuck to me is how we should embrace each other. And, and that's one thing that, you know, growing up, that's what we saw. But for some reason, it's been a disconnect lately and it's not even with just
4: law enforcement and the community it's with the community itself yeah you know because i grew
3: up and you know what i'm saying if i got in trouble three houses down the person at that house had permission to get me
2: right? right. because yeah. you know what i'm <laughs> saying it's
3: a community that's yeah. what we do but now it's like everybody's for self like neighbors don't even know neighbors mm-hmm. And, and to me, that's sad because how are we going to be a community if we all disconnected
2: from each other? Right. I get mean it. You got your personal business, but at the same time, like, in order for
3: us to become one, we all have to be net- networked together. And so that's what this event is about, just uniting the community from all walks of life, Asians, black, white, Chinese, uh, Hispanics, anybody, everybody is for everybody. And um, that's, that's the main event. And then I have an event coming in June that I'm... Di- definitely de- donating, um, dedicating it to the youth. So be on the lookout for that. And I'm actually teaming up with, um, a huge corporation for that one. Um, the details will come out soon, but that's what the event is about in June. Just uniting the community with the law enforcement, with all the walks of life in the community, with all the businesses in the community. Just, I mean, just everybody just coming together and having a good time, getting to know one another. And I mean, just becoming one.
1: myself uh uh, uh 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 grab innocent men and women boys and girls off the street and, and make them come to court and say yeah that's the guy that did that i see that because they threatened these kids that are 14 and 15 years old and they didn't say they saw me running this house and do this to this elderly woman these kids will never go home and see their parents again they tell them their parents to be killed Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, man. You just need accountability, mm-hmm. man. You know what I mean? You know, I, I always say the most corrupt thing in our society is the system. The people that run it.
2: Mm-hmm. The
1: people that run it, man. You know what I mean? So, we just need some accountability, man. And we just right. need, you know I mean? Like, the people in those positions, man. You know what I mean? Stop abusing. Don't abuse it, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like, it's insane. I I can't imagine, man, nothing in the world, nothing, a cop, nobody can make me say or do to somebody what was done to me. Uh, 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 grab me off the street and threaten to, for me to put somebody away for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, you have to do whatever you have to do to me. There's no way you're gonna make me do some stuff like that. That's insane. I can even look in the mirror? Right. I can even look in the mirror, man? Like, you know, some stuff I can't wrap my brain around. Some stuff is 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 like I I, I I don't you know, I'm not wired that way. I'm wired a little different, man. And and and, and, and you know, again, man, I'm alive, I'm healthy, uh I'm back home with my family. Uh, you know, I lost my mother. Uh uh God rest her soul, man, God rest her soul. I lost my mother when I was in prison. Mm. She was 44 years old. I was 44 years old the day I walked out of prison. And and, and because
4: uh, I was wrongly in prison for 25 years, and I had a life
1: sentence, they wouldn't allow me to even visit my mother to go to the funeral or nothing. Uh, uh, you know, I lived my life with no regrets. Uh, you know, when my mother passed away in 1998, she was 44, I was 27 years old. I don't live my life with no regrets, but I'm honored by the fact that this woman's been there for me my whole life. I was everything to her, I was her only child. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was everything to her, and the one time she needed me, I couldn't be there for her. I got to live with that for the rest of my life, man. I'm honored. You know, that, that,
4: that, that,
0: we can you. We can you, Ed. Yeah,
4: he did, that, 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 you.
1: Yeah, know, that did, bro. thats the only thing that that, that that prison took from me, man. I mean, that's, that, that, you know that you know that's the only part that 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 bothers me on a day day to day basis. Mm-hmm. You know, my son was four years old. You know, he's thirty three years old today, man. Uh. uh and young man, man. Uh, I have two beautiful grandchildren. Uh, by him and his wife, uh, my granddaughter just turned six, February twenty fourth. My grandson turned three, March the twenty fifth. Uh, 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 you know, that's my life, man.
0: Right. That's my life, man. Damn, man. So I'm here for them, man. I'm so we, so we need to make this happen. So we need to make sure that um, that we connect so we can come and support you on uh, deputy B in June. And um, yeah, I just want to thank you guys for joining this conversation, community, you know, conversation and community um, and just start like making people aware, you know what I mean? Just bringing the attention to, to right and wrong. You know what I mean? Uh, All right. Life after prison, you know, everything doesn't have to be anger. You just, you, you deal with it, you fix it. You never, now let us, let us promote that. Let's, Talk about it. Let's change the way that the perception of of brown and black people, you know, are, are perceived in the community. So I'm really excited about this, this partnership, and you know, you know this, I'm, this connecting. I'm actually willing, I'm, 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 I'm happy to work with Anthony, man,
3: because, you know, a part of my um, nonprofit is actually teaching, you know, people what to do and what not to do, the laws, you know. So, man, we got to team up and, you know, make something happen, man. Hey
1: man, I hey, 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 hey. I tell you, hey, I right, listen, uh first and foremost, uh, uh uh I wanna thank you for this opportunity. Uh 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 Deputy B. Uh it, 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 definitely, it definitely is a pleasure, man, and 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 and, and 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 you know like I said, man, you on the money with everything, man, and and, and I definitely wanna continue.
0: all right man well i want to thank you guys once again for joining me anthony wright deputy b um you guys stay you know stay positive in the community continue to do what you guys are doing the change you know one if you change one person a day or one person a month is it's effective change and um uh, and as as well as i do so we are three gentlemen that's trying to make sure that the you know we change 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 somebody maybe somebody watching this is going to replay it or watching it and they are Reaching out to us right now in different ways to figure out how they can be of help. So um, once again, I want to thank you guys. Um, but um, I don't know. Somebody said that. Is yeah, somebody was saying there's only 14 people looking, but when Deputy B dances, it's 5,000 people. But it's it's cool though because we only need we we need one person. Like Anthony is that one person that did 25 years, got out, and now is making a change. So. We are all about, um, we all about change. So one person is going to be changed by this, by this, the 15, that was 15 people. So, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to post it on my page. So it's going to, it's going to replay some, somebody's going to sure. replay it while it's on my, on my page. So, yep. So I just want to thank you guys. And um, I'm also going to take this audio and put it on my podcast. So then that's another platform that people can hear it. So it's going to be pretty cool. All right. sounds good to me. Is it? All right, man. So, I I'll him, man. yeah, and um, so Deputy <laughs> B, will reach out to you this week to um to confirm everything with Anthony and so we can get right. everything pushed. Hey, let's do it. All right, let's man. do it. Thank you guys. I'm ready, man. I'm ready, man. Okay, ready. hey, let's get it, Anthony. Hey, it's time. <laughs> Yo. Hey, Jeff, man, pleasure all my man. I appreciate it. I look forward to uh, seeing your gun. Oh, we can get you know uh, what, sir. deputy, we can get. Hey, let's we can get Anthony. And he do can do nice. one. He can do one of your Instagram. Y'all can dance on. Yeah. <laughs> do a TikTok. Show me the Philly swag. <laughs> Let's go, man. Give you a TikTok. Give you a little two step. Hey, man, we gotta do lunch nice together though, man. We gotta set up a lunch or something. If you when you back next week or this week? Uh, next week. Okay. Uh, uh, you, know my, you know my uncle passed away, man. Oh right, right, right. God, not- soul, man. So, uh, we prepare uh
2: to lay him to rest. On uh, Thursday. Uh, yeah, I'm about to pack
4: up. He, uh, <laughs> you know I mean? so, so yeah, I mean, like you know, you know,
1: I moved to Atlanta in October, and my plans were to stay until the very last day of March. And unfortunately, I, you know, I just bought a huge house here, and, it, and it's far from ready. Yeah, you know I mean, but I feel like I need to move right next to it, get out right next door for a couple months where my house is being
2: built That just to make sure you know everybody's doing what they both to do. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm getting a little impatient. You know I mean? <laughs> I got my family in limbo out here. Right. I'm ready to go into our house, man. <laughs> it's not ready. Far from ready, man. But like I said, man, Atlanta's my second home, man. I'm the, every time you call my phone, man, I'll be on that plane. I'll be
0: right there. Yeah. If you need me. Yeah, you know man, I mean? man, and then definitely, pay. I look
1: forward. I
0: can't wait, man. I man, can't man. wait to to the next engagement. You know what oh, yeah, I mean. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward to it, man. All right. man. Cool. All right, guys. So thank you yeah, guys if once you, again. You're you, you well. You, know I mean? you, you can shoot the depth. My
2: number. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. Get, for sure. You just give me a shot, man. You know what I mean? whenever you're ready, you, know what I mean? you need
1: me. I don't care what it's for, depth. I'm there. Yeah, you know I mean. Cool. you god my
2: guy. Man. You
1: know what I mean? I I I I like this vibe a lot. Yeah. Uh, 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 I like the direction you're going in, into and and I'm sure you know what I mean i can assist you with that. Yeah, hey, I appreciate that man. I really do.
0: Absolutely. For sure. Cool. All right, man. Well y'all enjoy your night and um I talked to both of you guys this week. We'll probably Anthony in, in five minutes, but that I <laughs> I talked to you this week. I got you. All right, all man. Right. Y'all have a good night. All right, man. Y'all Peace. All right, man. Yo, all, all, right. Right, yeah, man. all right, peace.